Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Bezaz Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 47. Email address, shalombayez777 at gmail.com. We're going to talk about Parnasa, making a living, and the Shefa that comes from Hashem, um, and financial aspects, and how that affects marriage and the Muna and so on. The aside in Parnasa, in general, for most people, is that if you make the required effort that the Torah requires of you, then the added extra efforts will not increase your parnasa. Sometimes in the contrary, Hashem wants you to do other things. The Torah wants you to go to Minyan uh, three times a day. The Torah wants you to be Kavei Itam Torah. Um, he wants the women also to involved in various mitzvahs and midas taivas, things like that. So even when it's necessary to have parnasa and to make a living and to go out to work, sometimes the men, sometimes the women, sometimes both, uh, again, it has to be with a certain balance. That's not the tachlis in life, although that's certainly a real requirement in life. Now, when we say that, you know, everything is designated from Rosh Hashanah, and that doesn't mean, you know, and, and uh, you have, let's say you have a job that's making somewhat a lower salary, you're looking for another job that will make somewhat of a higher salary. That's not an issue. That's not a problem. You know, having betachen doesn't mean that you don't try to look for a better job. That's part of regular shtadlis. Also, Sometimes, in certain situations, you ask a rav, a mentor, they may tell you whether temporarily or based on the matzev that you should take a second job. That too, in many situations, is not a chesar and a betachen. But you have to explain the situation correctly and ask uh, someone who really knows you, knows your mahal chachayim, knows your financial situation, and help them, you know, let them help you, advise you accordingly. But for many people, getting that second job would be what we call in English overkill. You know, you're just um, um, overdoing it. And in some situations, it's necessary. So that requires uh, what we call shikaladas, evaluation. And sometimes a person has a difficulty, they grapple with this struggle, knowing, and by the way, we all struggle from this, and this is a big concept that, again, you know, down the road I'd like to talk about where that line is, where Heshtablis ends and Betachen starts. Where is that line? You know, does it apply, you know, and how it is applied, does it depend on the individual, and so on and so forth. So, again, taking a second job may or may not be over, going overboard with your uh, Heshtablis. Sometimes it may be going overboard with Heshtablis, sometimes it may not, depending on the situation. Another factor is when people work harder in, you know, if there's a seasonal business with seasonal business times and seasonal quieter times, that too is not a lack of betachen when you're working harder during those busy seasons. Example would be, for example, someone's a matzah bakery worker. It's understood that they're from Hanukkah on or whenever it is these days, they'll work hard. As they get closer to Purim and certainly between Purim and Pesach, they may have increased long hours and, uh, you know, even crazy hours, uh, but they know that after that's over, uh, then it dwindles and then you have time to 
be Isaac in other things. The same works, for example, if you own a cleaning store. The cleaning store are well known. Like, you know, before Pesach, it's crazy busy. Uh, in the summer, less so. So working in the busy season, you know, or, or in a, pack, a candy or chocolate manufacturer will be busier a little before the Purim season, things like that. Or accountants, right? They have their accounting season, their tax season. Um, you have the hotel and vacation uh, business type of thing, tourism, pre-COVID even, you know, that during the summer they were very, very busy working longer hours in those businesses in those seasonal periods. And then in the wintertime or whenever it is, they had less uh, of that business and more time. That also is not a chasar and a betachen. It's part of the nature of the business. Even then, you have to try your best, you know, even if you have to put in uh, nine-hour days, 10-hour days, even 12-hour days, you have to make sure to still keep your erlich kite and daven three times a day and because they eat them what you can, but, but you know, working very hard in those busy seasons is part of regular shtadlis. It's pretty pretty clear. You just have to be careful again, like we said, not to go overboard. Um, the Chavetz Chaim brought a mushal for this. Uh, it's, for example, it's if we have a sink or water barrel that has a certain uh, limited supply of water. It's not limitless. as a certain um, shefa there. And uh, you want to, uh, getting a second job sometimes could be like adding an extra spigot, you know, an extra faucet um, for, to the sink or, or the spigot to the barrel. It won't get you any more water at all. It may come down quicker now, and you'll get it more quickly, and it'll be used up quicker, but it's not going to be increase your panasa. And that's the muscle. If a person crosses that line and does what we call over hishadlus, going beyond, then very often um, it, it won't give you more panasa. It'll just uh, uh, get you um, more involved in your work, more expenses will come up, you know, in the interim, and, and it's not like Pshat that you will, um, you know, be more with Panasa. So it really requires a shikel hadas, a certain weight, a certain balance. And if your marriage and your time with your children is very compromised because of the hecticness of your job, now again, something you're an Inus, you have no choice. But if there's options, other options to explore them, it's very important to do so. Now, our wealth is planned by Hashem, and in marriage, this is very important for Shalom Bayas, in marriage, that knowledge, that parnasa is min HaShamayim, whether the wife works, or the husband works, or they both work, if they have a certain emuna, if they have a certain calmness, and a certain peace of mind, then like we said before in previous shiurim, even if their current financial position is strained, they will still be able to have peace, equilibrium, a calmness, and a certain sense of security that the children will also feel. They'll feel safe. They'll feel secure. You know, you, you sort of hide your financial worries from them. And even yourselves, the less you worry about it when you simply can't do anything about it. That's another side we would like to talk in future shiurim about in those situations we can't do anything about the situation then it's best to put your mind off it and think calm thoughts and positive thoughts and not put your mind on, um, on the financial tightness. Shabbos is a good opportunity for that. In the evenings when you're not working is a good time, time for that and so on and so, so forth. And um, 
basically, where we, we have a Muna that um, everything is Niksav from Rosh Hashanah, from the time of Rosh Hashanah. Um, but we're going to mention here, though, that um, when the Rosh Hashanah is Nigzer uh, Parnasa, it's also Nigzer the qualitative aspects of it, in, as, as of the quantitative. Not just how much money per se you'll make, so on, but also whether it'll become difficult for you or, or it'll become easier for you. Now, one thing you need to know and you need to learn, and it's the biggest side in the Parnasa, is that the, 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 the Pesach on Rosh Hashanah is based how you conduct yourself during the year and how you pray every day and how you serve Hashem. It's not just an Elul thing. So, for example, if you're in a season, you're in the middle of the year, even immediately after Rosh Hashanah, let's say it's Cheshvin time, okay? Cheshvin before Hanukkah or Shvat or, uh, you know, um, between Purim and Pesach, Svira time, in the summertime, makes no difference. All the Avoida and the and the Amuna and the effort you put in is counting points, is counting, Hashem is putting it in your scale for the merit for the upcoming Rosh Hashanah to get it better psaked in. So even if, you know, this year is quote-unquote a, a little bit of a more a challenging year for whatever reason, but that could very well change. That's why it's important that no matter how many challenges you have in a current year and you think it's Minash that's just supposed to struggle, number one, think Yeshua Hashem Karef Ayin. Hashem could change that situation with a blink of an eye. Number two is that what you're doing now is you're investing by keeping your faith, by keeping your amunah, by davening strong, by keeping Shabbos, by even with the financial strain, you still force yourself to, to smile and you force yourself to have a calm atmosphere in the home and to be always calm and pleasant with your wife and with your husband. That counts that Hashem considers the next Rosh Hashanah comes, b'schus that, you'll get a tremendous shefa. So when, you know, this idea that people have, that, you know, once Rosh Hashanah is over, the deal is sealed, that's not necessarily true. And one reason is because I just said, because you have opportunities through the whole year, not just after Yom Kippur, or Yishana Rabbah, or Zayz you know, these different... Mahalchem of when the real Gemar Din is, the good deeds you do through the course of the year accrues so that when the next year Madin comes along, it'll be a tremendous, tremendous chus for you. And another Yisait, I'll just say briefly, it's brought down from the Baltanya's son in the Sefer Teres Reish. He talks about this, that very often it's like this Hashem gives you Rosh Hashanah a big Shefa in like a bank account, let's say. I'm just giving it in figurative terms so you can understand. Gives you tremendous shefa that he wants to give you all this bracha. But it also says you're judged every day. So how do you resolve that contradiction? One of the answers he brings, which is very practical, is that Hashem is Gaizan Rosh Hashanah overall. Here is the oitzer, tremendous wealth of spiritual and physical benefits I could give you. But now, every day, it's your job to do your Avaidah, to bring that down here to this world, to bring that Shefa that's already in your bank account upstairs down here. And when you dive in Shachras on a regular mundane day, do a mitzvah, give tzedakah on a mundane day, then that Shefa, that's Nigzer from Rosh Hashanah, some of it will come down in that day. So in reality, people make a mistake, and although El is a wonderful thing as a Hachana, 
but it's not the all be all of your situation in life. Every single day counts. Whatever day you're getting this recording, not Rosh Hashanah or maybe not near Rosh Hashanah, whatever the date is, you do your Avodah today, it will affect that you'll have a better year next year, the year after, whatever it is. Not only that, it'll give you a better year this year because whatever hashba that you were destined to have or was in your quote-unquote bank account upstairs from the previous Rosh Hashanah won't stay in a ruchniyastika form or in a subtle form or in an indirect form, but with your schus, with your mitzvah, with your maizim taivim, it'll come down in a very tangible way. Have a wonderful day.